everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Bias Check-In. Hi, everyone. Thank you for tuning in with us. Susie, what are we checking in with? Summer Fridays. Do you love them? Do you hate them? You don't even know what they are. For example, I didn't know what Summer Fridays were until about this time last year. How about you, Claudia? I've known on them the way you know about unicorns and mermaids. They exist out there somewhere, if you believe it, but they're not for common mortals like Silicon Valley tech startups that have the beer kegs and the nap pods and the ping pong tournaments might have them, but not that common. We have two real life stories about Summer Fridays coming up, but if you have no idea what we're talking about, we're going to tell you why some U.S. workers get Summer Fridays. Some origin stories suggest that Summer Fridays started in the 1960s in New York City in true madman fashion. Advertising execs would leave early on Fridays to get a jump start on the drive out to the Hamptons. Early documentation, like we're talking about the early documentation of some high historical thing, but early documentation of Summer Fridays appears in the New York Times in 1988 in an article spotlighting the perks in New York City publishing. And quote says, for management side, summer hours are acceptable because they are off limited duration and unlike a pay raise or enhanced medical coverage, they do not become a permanent part of the wage benefit package. End of the quote from the New York Times, 1988. Today, summer Fridays are still heavily associated with New York City and are common among many other cities. Some data suggests that in 2015, around 10% of U.S. companies offered summer Fridays. And in 2017, 42% of U.S. Fortune's 1,000 companies surveyed by researchers had something like summer Fridays off. So thank you so much to the real world Don Drapers and Ogilvy's. You know, I also struggle with traffic on my way out to one of the most expensive vacation houses I could think of. Yeah, it, It's just a wonderful way like to trickle down your problems into shorter work weeks. Besides executives, managers... C-suite, many firms take up this tradition because it just boosts employee engagement and morale. Plus, have you ever been stuck in a city in work clothes in the summer? It, it doesn't smell nice. And it's also a really good possible retention strategy. Now, as Susie mentioned, we have a couple stories of our own or of people we know with Summer Fridays. Mine recently came up, and it's also a little bit of an intergenerational miscommunication story, uh, but my youngest brother-in-law just started his first big boy job in the city. We're super excited for him. He's having the time of his life. But his first email to his employers was, well, do we get summer Fridays off? Or is that not a thing? Do I have to work on Fridays? Now, he delivered it a little bit better than that. I am summarizing it. But it still took some gall 
for that to be the first communication to go out to his team. And unfortunately, they said, no, you know what? Friday is a work day. So he's not going to get short weeks this summer. But it was a legitimate question. In line with that story, um, my mom had not an entry level position, but we're keeping up with interns and summer Fridays. Um, this guy that was that had recently joined one of her teams, um, he asked if it was okay for him not to come in on Fridays because that was the chosen day that he liked driving out, not to the Hamptons, but to Querétaro, which is nowhere near like the Hamptons, but because that's where his girlfriend lived. And so he wanted to take Fridays off to drive off and have an early uh, start to the weekend with the girlfriend. And everyone laughed in his face and said, no, of course not. Fridays are part of the work week. So sorry, you can drive off the minute that you're done with work on Fridays. But that's that's just how it is. And he ended up quitting because... He didn't want to be part of a company where they didn't care about his emotional well-being. Usually, I would say go off, King, protect your emotional well-being. But just to be clear, he was asking the whole day off, right? Yes. Okay, to clarify, at least in my baby brother-in-law story, his schedule only had activities planned out for the morning, so... He was asking if he would just be expected to still be there after lunch. So at least he wasn't completely taking a day off because then that goes to our four-day work week talks and that's that's just a different different argument altogether. Yeah, no, different conversation. No. He wanted to just not work on Friday so he could get an early start to the weekend and his emotional well-being was more important. I mean, yeah, if not working Fridays was an option, I don't want to work Fridays either, I guess. But interesting, interesting negotiation tactic. I, I hope he finds the place that will take care of all of his emotional well-being. But as these two cases tell us, there are more and more companies that do do summer Fridays. And there are also still plenty of companies that do not. So if we're working in a company where summer Fridays are not an option, is there something else we can maybe negotiate? Or if we are a team lead, is there some alternative that we can put in place instead? First one we found, I highly recommend it, but doesn't it make sense to allow employees to decide when they need the time off? It's not only on Fridays and it's not only during the summer. Giving the employees the freedom to choose when they need that time off. Something that I really like at my current company is exactly this for um, mothers or parents, caregivers in general, as well as if your client is, say, on the opposite coast and you know that you're going to have some of our clients like because of their own schedules, their calls are at 8 p.m. Eastern time. Mm-hmm. No one bats an eye in the office when you're on those clients if you come in at 11 because they know that you'll be there for your nine hours anyways. 
or if you're a parent and your daycare opens late, screw it. Come in late. It's fine. We'll work around it. It's such a little thing, but it makes life so much easier. Another option, which I've honestly only seen in the articles and research we did for this episode, but I would also be a fan of, is just let people get out earlier on the regular. So make it a policy to just let people out one hour earlier. I don't know. We just talked about flexibility. Maybe some people prefer working later. It's a little bit contradictory, but that could be an option. And let's be real. We don't all have houses in the Hamptons to drive towards, but beating rush hour doesn't feel any worse, even for us middle class people. Next one title is Stop Clocking Hours. This one, my favorite of the bunch, but can we stop the outdated idea of assessing work on the 40 hours a week? Base your work on your productivity, not on how many hours it takes for you to do X, Y, or Z. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. You're preaching to the choir here, hopefully to our listeners too. But like, guys, we must have come up with something better since the Industrial Revolution. Just throwing that out there. Another option that we've seen be very popular in some companies, including Virgin, uh, Netflix, and more, is to create a vacation no policy which is a label I'm not super fond of, but it's basically a rebranding of unlimited PTO and sick leave so that people are able to take time off when they need to. As Susie was saying, self-determination here is key. And they don't have the stress of, well, if I take time off now, am I going to be screwed if I need to take time off later? Or if I happen to get sick, does that mean I don't deserve time off other time just for PTO? And the idea behind this for the business case is that the less you make it like, oh, you only have 12 days of vacation. If people don't see a number attached to it, it's not that they will take advantage of, but that they will actually use it less. So maybe look into it. Another one is have a set number of work from home days for each employee. So whether it's one day a week, two days a month, however you decide to go about it. And then if it's like once a month, if it's once a week, they can do work from home every Friday or every Monday. If it's five a month, you can take an entire week of the month just working from home or you, again, self-determination. I think the key here is that like you get to choose and it doesn't impact the quality of your work or like saying the quality of other people's work. Another one that I really, really like is similar to what Susie just mentioned, as well as having your set number of work from home days. Also having a set number of personal days, no questions asked. So where a lot of companies have 
a set number of PTO days in your contract or sick leave days in your contract, most often a common well for both. Let's say every month you get one personal day. You don't necessarily have to use it that month, but it is understood that you can take it off. So similar to the idea of the vacation no policy, this goes to the point of you don't feel that you have to squirrel away your days off, say for the end of the year, for summer vacation, if you're following the school year, you just have a day to do whatever you want, whether it is finally go to the DMV and wait in line for six hours, watch paint dry, feel better. And the idea behind it is that you come back to work a little bit refreshed and less stressed. Will this be the month that you go to the DMV? This one? No, absolutely not. I usually try to say I will try to make it, but let's be real, this month is not happening. <laughs> With that, slide into our DMs, take five minutes, whether it's on your personal time, on your summer Friday, if it's on the clock, no worries, we will not snitch. And let us know what you think. What schedule works best for you? What does your company do that you love or maybe not so much? You can reach us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Bias Check-In Podcast or send us an email at info at biascheckin.com. Have a great week, everyone. We'll catch you in the next one. Bye. Ciao.